0: is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. Welcome
1: back to another Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, episode number, I don't know, episode a lot. We're, we've uh, we've been doing this a while here, me and my buddy Jody Claypool hanging out in the KEDCO Studio offices, third floor of City Hall. Uh, It looks like we're going to take this on a little bit of a road show, Jody. Uh, I talked with um, some other tenants here of the old uh, third floor city hall. And, you know, things are starting to get a little bit hopping up here, evidently. We're going to have to schedule the studio. In advance, because other people may be using this exact room that we're in. Oh, no kidding. Good things. Good times. Good things happening here in downtown Warsaw. So, so Welcome back. It's another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Uh, We are excited to have another guest local from the community here as we flip the script and flip the page on, well, autumn and head into winter now. Dear heavens, Christmas is just around the corner. Uh, And this guy, I can do a lot of my Christmas shopping where he is at. Uh, who do we have with us today, Jody?
2: So we've got uh, Scott Clay, uh, Marketing Manager for Napa Auto Parts. Yes, um, sir. He'll correct me if I got the title wrong. Right. But anybody who's from Warsaw mm-hmm. or the surrounding areas uh, and has been, you know, looking at any of the social media, mm-hmm. we'll see Scott. Oh, yeah. Out and about. He his is, mug is everywhere. He is a man around town. That is for sure. He's, uh, he's involved in a lot of things. hmm a lot of organizations, a lot of good organizations, uh, which he can get into and, and talk about. Uh, but yeah, he's a, good, he's a good person to really give um, kind of the hometown story Correct for, for this area.
1: And if I remember right, because uh, we've, we've chatted a little bit in the past, if I remember right, the story involves not necessarily being here all the time. So I'm looking forward to he- hearing that as well. So Scott, welcome sure. to the podcast.
3: Thank you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: <coughs> well, let's talk a little bit about you right off the bat. Introduce yourself uh, and you know, just tell us uh, your origin story. Just tell us a little bit more about Scott Clay. <coughs> All
3: right, cool. So, uh, yeah, so I was born in Fort Wayne, uh, lived in the area until I was three years old. A lot of people think that I was uh, born and raised here just because my family has such deep roots going back. But uh, actually, I lived in North Carolina for about 14, 15 years. Uh, I moved back when I was 17 years old. Uh, I went to uh, Warsaw High School for my final year in school. This is my best year in school as well. I think we've got some tremendous schools here. Um, And after I graduated, uh, first thing I did was uh, start getting really involved in the community. So uh, 18 years old, I was working for Chris Sanchez. If you guys know Chris. Yeah, I know Chris. For Clear Vision Media, which actually, uh, Clear Vision Media is coming back downtown. They've got above Matt Anthony's. So that's something to look out for. Um,
2: Yeah, he's been posting some on the renovations he's got going on.
3: It looks really nice because that was a pretty dilapidated building, but the last couple pictures I saw, it was all shining, and he's got it all all cleaned up. Maybe he's doing some painting in there and messing with the floors a bit. But um, So working for Chris, uh, I got involved with the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, We were involved with about 10 Chambers of Commerce throughout Indiana, and we'd even go down to Florida sometimes, and um, so – You know, when I was 18, uh, we brought an affinity model to the Chamber of Commerce, a way that we could help, uh, you know, help the members and help the chamber and help our own business. And so it was kind of a trifecta, um, you know. So ever since then, uh, just been doing marketing for various companies, uh, as well as my own. I had two retail stores for a time, uh, closed down the retail stores uh, about uh, COVID time, and uh, then I was looking for a normal job. Found my way to Napa and uh, told them that I wanted to start an online store for them. So we did an online store for a little while, and then that kind of grew into being the marketing manager. So uh, when I started at Napa, we had three locations, all three in Kosciuszko County. That's North Webster, Syracuse, and Warsaw. Uh, Since then, we've been on a huge road of growth, and uh, we're expanding into Michigan and Ohio. And uh, I think we're up to like nine stores now. Wow. Seven Napa's, two hardware stores. hardware hardware yeah that's That's a new one not Uh napa hardware right not napa hardware no so we've got seven napa auto parts stores and then we've got two do it best hardware stores Hmm. yeah so if you need any hardware stuff i might be able to get it uh brought into warsaw through our little transit system
2: fantastic well that's a that's very interesting um so scott you are uh you're kind of a a very social guy uh, you got your hands in a lot of different things, and uh, including the political scene. Uh-huh. Um, so, what what drives you? What What is your mission? Uh, you know, I don't
3: really think that I have much of a mission. Uh, I've just met a lot of great friends, and a lot of my friends uh, like to run organizations, and so. Uh, a lot of the times they bring me in to help with the marketing side of things or the heavy lifting. I like to unload trucks and get events set up and that kind of thing. Uh, I enjoy fundraising, so whether that's uh, you know for a nonprofit or a political candidate, whatever that might be.
2: Um, yeah. Well, give so. us an idea. Give us an idea of some of the things that you're involved in.
3: Yeah, okay, so uh, I work at Napa Auto Parts, that's my full-time gig, Uh, and then I'm also on the Board of Directors for the CCAC, and so I serve as
2: a secretary. And for those who aren't familiar, what's the CCAC?
3: Yeah, so the CCAC is a 65-acre facility. Uh, It was completed in 1994. Um, It began running uh, sanctioned leagues and tournaments throughout the National Softball Association. Um, And today it's recognized as one of the top facilities in the nation hosting national tournaments and men's, women, and youth events. So um, the CCAC was actually the first Indiana Park inducted into the NSA Fast Pitch Softball Hall of Fame. So a little thing about the CCAC, uh, we do pickleball games out there, uh, you know, all all kinds of stuff. So uh, community community-oriented, and I know that in the media, a lot of people think that there's a lot of issues going on uh, right now with the CCAC, so those are one of the challenges that we're trying to curb. It might not be the most popular project, but it's something that I'd like to help out with.
1: So So let's talk about that a little bit, because you know what? A lot of times, you know, people talk on the podcast and we ask them, Uh, you know what are the things they like to do people don't necessarily mention the CCAC it's a complex of athletic fields but let's just say if uh, Jody and I wanted to go out there and uh, you know start a kickball league and we wanted to use the fields yeah who can use those fields and how do they go about being used well
3: so I think that the first person that you'd want to talk to is Mike Hagee so he's our executive director out there, and as long as you have the people who will show up, we have no problem renting out the fields or the space. Is um, there a cost
2: to that? You say renting it out, right? Yeah, it's not a just show up and use the field kind of right, scenario. Right,
3: exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, the best thing would just be get with Mike and see. You know, again, how many players you're going to have, how often you're going to be playing. Are you going to be having like
2: more of sanctioned tournaments, or are you just going to be having fun? Uh, and he's prepared to take on. Everybody bombarding him with emails and calling because you're saying talk to the executive director directly.
3: Yes, I would say talk to the executive director directly. Okay. All
2: right. Well, call them up. Everybody who's listening, (laughs) you want to play kickball, call them up. Yeah, exactly. You you, you
1: want to put a league out there, go go ahead. Because it it really is a very, very nice facility. I've had some nephews that have played uh, baseball, summer leagues on that. They've They've got soccer fields. Soccer fields and
3: all sorts of stuff.
1: So
2: They have an indoor, like a smaller version of a soccer field. We
3: do have an indoor soccer field, and it's rubber floor and so actually right now we're looking at kind of redoing that room a little bit, maybe yeah. new floors because the rubber's getting a little dilapidated. Is it like a
2: is it like a mini ball or a futsal size soccer field? It but would be like a mini soccer
3: ball size. Um yeah, I mean probably like half the size if not less. But yeah, uh, then we've also yeah. got seating in there. Uh so there's a couple bleachers inside as well. But um, dodgeball league. It'd Ooh, be perfect for like the dodgeball. dodgeball. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: Could remake the movie right here in Warsaw, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so CCAC, what 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 else you got, Scott?
3: Uh, senior services. So if you guys are familiar with the Casciazzo County Senior Services, so these are for the Ryan seniors. Ryan probably is. Uh, I know I'm not. I'm, I'm not even close to that. I'm a huge user of the senior services. <laughs> 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 there you go. Okay, gotcha. So uh, we do home-delivered meals throughout the county for those who are not able to leave their houses. And so... Uh, that's a really fun one, and I'm also involved in the Young Adult Professionals, and so we've kind of teamed up with Senior Services, and we have Young Adult Professionals doing the home-delivered meals, a portion of them anyways, uh, but we could always use more volunteers. Wait. Did you say a member of a Young Adult Professionals? So
1: yeah. That's GAP, right? That is.
3: Scott, I did not see you at the, he GAP, wasn't there. the canoe and no. kayak float he, he down the Canoe
1: River with Tippy River Adventures. What gives?
3: So actually, I was spending the evening with uh, my good friend. You might know him. Uh, I think he's a co-owner of the Kayak Adventures, Jody Claypool. I was with him. He was talking about GemViz. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about GemViz and you why you... Uh... You stole one of our customers.
2: Let's we're gonna move on. To, we're going to have to talk later. <laughs> we're going to have to talk later. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so Young Adult
1: Professionals, uh, that that is a great organization. Let's talk a little bit about... Uh, I mean, you've probably seen quite a few... Um, different kind of people come up and through that organization since you've been working with it
3: <clears throat> yeah so after COVID uh, the young adult professionals really lost a lot of members just like any any other you know group really but um, now that we've been able to get back together uh, you know fast forward another year or two uh, we've got a really really nice group growing uh, we've got four or five people that serve on the steering committee and help put things together uh, and then you know we've probably gotten attendance somewhere around 15 to 20 good Days Uh, and so it's nothing like the uh, Zimmer Biomet. They have their own young adult professionals in their group. I was just
2: going to ask you about that. So that's not affiliated to your with yours. I I don't think they're affiliated. No. Uh -uh. Okay. No. No. Now is is that just an acronym that's kind of a colloquial or a popular, or is that an actual organization that you sign up to be a part of? So are you talking YAP? Yeah. So, yep, uh,
3: it's for anybody. You don't have to be a chamber member. So a lot of the things that, because it is, uh, you know, a sister, you know, to the chamber of commerce, whatever, more of a daughter, I would say. But, um, And so uh, normally you'd have to be a chamber member. However, the young adult professionals, we do not, we do not require anything like that. Just show up, have fun. We send out our newsletter on Facebook, social media. And so you can get on social media and see what we're doing when we're doing it. We've got a whole calendar of events. We normally have a lunch once a month, uh, dinner once a month. Uh, and then we also started our Yap Happy Hour, which you might enjoy. Uh, we get together at Port Wynona, have a glass of wine, or we get together at Hoplore and have a beer. Uh, and those go from 4.30 to 7 o'clock. And I want to say we do those. Well, I consider
2: or... it a compliment that you think I would qualify. And You're
1: yap, aren't and, and you? And the thing is,
3: he didn't even look at me.
2: No, he, he didn't. Now,
3: uh, no. no. <laughs>
1: oh, well,
2: yeah. I, I mean, look, <laughs> come on, right? <Ryan. laughs> you guys are both more than
3: welcome to come. You guys are both under 40, right?
2: No, not <laughs> even close. Not even close. No, blew wow. past 40 a long time ago. Uh-huh. Wow, okay, guys. Well, hey, I didn't know that. am sorry. Hey. <laughs> it yeah. was fun. I remember those ages. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those times. Fondly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't
3: card. We don't card. So. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I'll be YAP adjacent. How's that? There you go. Yeah. YAP adjacent. Supporter yeah. of YAP. Yappa. <laughs> Instead of and Napa. And we can meet yeah. in the NAPA conference <laughs> there room. You go. We'll hear the
1: YAPA Yappa at NAPA. Yeah. YAPA NAPA. All right. Um, so, Scott, let's, uh, let's transition from some of the things that you uh, – do you have time to do – anything else i mean you know you're a member of the community you, you you've come back here after being in north carolina to grow up um what drove you to come back here well your parents drove you of course but of course uh, back being back here and putting down
3: roots back here uh talk about this community and and what keeps you here So, uh, again, my family history, we've got deep roots in Kosciuszko County. So, uh, we've got about 125 years of history that goes back to uh, when we first opened our chief supermarket, which was uh, the first grocery store in Warsaw that you could go in and pick your own groceries out. Okay, before then, you might have gone down to the grocery store and he'd given your list to the grocer, and he'd go in the back and get everything for you. But uh, my great grandfather uh, had heard about these grocery stores in Muncie, Kroger and Marsh. That or I believe it was just Marsh at the time. They were letting people come in and uh, shop, and they'd buy more, and you'd make more money. Uh, so he started a grocery store here. We also, uh, so great grandfather, he was a Lowry. So, Lowry Sewing Center, uh, I think that that may have been one of his siblings, and so that doesn't come directly. Um, But then we also had the Lowry Shopping Center, which is over there where that discount warehouse is, Mm -hmm. Um, that area. Um, And so, uh, you know, a lot of history going back. uh, My great-grandmother, she was a precinct committeeman, and people used to come out to the clay farm to vote. Uh, So, we were one of the vote centers, and so, um, you know... I the whole time I lived in North Carolina, I always thought someday I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move back to Indiana. I've got a large family here. You know, I've probably got forty or fifty family members in the area, um, and so it was kind of always a plan. Uh, my dad, he actually worked at Camp Lejeune, so you guys probably heard uh-huh. about the water yeah. there. Yep. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So uh, he worked down at Camp Lejeune, and he was selling uh, nuts and bolts to the military there for their Humvees and whatnot, and hydraulic test kits and. Um, you know that kind of thing and so uh, one day they decided that military contracts were too easy to sell and that the commission was going to be worth less and so we said well we're out of here then we moved back to north or we moved back to indiana Um, since i've been here it's a completely different atmosphere Uh, you know uh, your general person is just kind. I mean, the Hoosiers are nice people. Uh, you walk into a business and have a conversation with a business owner. You walk down the road, and it's it's all courteous, uh, and it's something that you didn't get as much of uh, in the Charlotte area of North Carolina. So, you know, when there's more people, I feel like people are less tolerant of people. and So I, I like the area. You know, it, it's big enough that we have things to do, and it's small enough that we feel safe and uh, have a sense of knowing everybody i look out the window here and um you know there's there's a lot of a lot of good memories that i have uh downtown warsaw so probably be here forever
2: yeah um i mean that's that's a really good uh way of comparing and contrasting your experience with with the east coast um and you're also you're conservative yes right I assume your family, because they're all business owners, are conservative. Yes. And you've got a uh, a plug into that aspect of the community where most people that I know don't. Yeah. Uh, most of the people we interview aren't particularly politically plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's give me an idea of what sort of organizations, if somebody wanted to get plugged in and they maybe were conservative, how would they get plugged in? How would they... Yeah, Uh, so if you're conservative, uh,
3: I would urge you to come down to the Republican headquarters, downtown Warsaw. Uh, We're normally open afternoon. It looks like
2: you're pointing, but you use your words to describe. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so
3: so uh, actually, (laughs) I see the chairman pulling in right now. The chairman and Tony Cirillo are about to walk into uh, the Republican headquarters.
2: We got a live action.
3: We got live action. Let's go live. Now, why aren't (laughs) you guys filming this? That'd be a lot easier. But just downtown, across the street from the courthouse, you'll see all the signs and the windows for the Republican headquarters. Uh, if you notice that the door is open, stop in and talk to us, and be more than be more than willing to uh, you know have more volunteers. Are you guys
2: open in normal business hours?
3: So, like I said, it's like noon to five. Uh, you know, I actually don't know the hours right now. It's kind of spotty; it changes around election season. So, right now, we're going to be open. I would say probably noon to five, like Tuesday through Friday. You can expect us. So, uh, also at first Fridays, uh, which there's only one more first Friday this year. Is uh, there another one? Yep, there's another one in I December. I thought October
1: was the last one.
3: So there's not one in November. Uh, We're skipping one because they're spectacular. Okay. So um, yeah, come on out, come on down to the Republican headquarters, or, or hit me up on Facebook. Just search me up, Scott Clay, and I'll get you connected to the conservative um, outlets here. Now, we also recently started the Young Adult Republicans. So if you guys know Sean Brown,
2: yeah, yeah, you know Sean. Well, I know. It's. I mean, I know him through the community we sure. don't hang out or anything but okay, nice guy, cool. yeah
3: yeah so he's a great guy uh, he's our treasurer i'm the secretary and then we've got uh chairman evan mckinley and vice chair um mikey crate and so just started the young adult uh, republicans and so we're going to have different uh different initiatives to get the word out that there's a lot of republicans here here in the county so so i'm to noticing that
1: a theme so we've got young adult professionals now young adult republicans um scott You're you're looking to – if I'm reading between the lines, you're looking to try and boost and bolster activities and being able to get plugged in and and everything with more of your – age group which maybe uh, some folks are thinking is a little bit underserved in this region anyway talk, talk a little bit about that because it does seem to be a theme in what you're doing
3: yeah so <clears throat> uh hi my name's Scott Clay and all of my friends are double my age seriously uh so i've been in optimus club since i was 20 years old and the average person in Optimist Club is probably in their mid-60s, right? And uh, then I started to get invites to serve on the board of directors for a couple organizations, and I get involved there. And again, I'm not seeing people that are my age. And, you know, I think that it's time that people in their 20s – I'm actually getting older. I'm 25 now. But the people that are in this age group, 20, 25 years old, need to understand that it's time for us to step up and make a change, Um you know, the biggest thing when I start to get involved in an organization is their social media is just not where it should be. And why? You know, that's second nature to me and maybe you guys as well. But um, I don't know. Are you guys big on social media? We do okay. Yeah, you do okay. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I like to think that we, we, we manage our social media presence. I mean, it depends what you're talking about. Right. You know, if exactly. you're talking about Freedom Cats, of course, Freedom Cats is, you know. Well, and, number and number Tippy one River ventures, and businesses these them.
1: days have to be on, yeah. uh, on on Facebook. Personal, you know, I guess I'm less. I mean, Instagram? So. No, not really on that, Instagram. Well,
2: you, we can't.
3: evidently we can't be on Instagram, Jody. Yeah. I don't we know who you off. ticked off, yeah. but
1: uh, you ticked off somebody.
3: Anyway, so, yeah, trying to bring the younger crowd out and just let people know it's time that we start to learn about these organizations so that when the current people who are running them are no longer able to help, we have somebody who can carry the torch for the county.
1: Well, and I think that's I think that's key, Scott, because, you know, a lot of times um, when you're dealing with. Wanting to get younger generations and the younger crowd involved with an organization or even just a community that is quote twice your age, I'll just use your words. Yeah, you know, a lot of times it can lead to some bristling because it's like, well, you just want to come in here and change everything. Well, and I think the way that you framed the last part of it's not necessarily that it's time to change everything, but we're moving in a transition where. Optimus Club and some of these other organizations that have older membership, they're not going to want to be as involved as the years go by and that leadership has to fall to somebody else. So it's not like change and you're doing everything wrong. And we don't have to be the get off my lawn, you know, kind of category of people, but it's just making a manicured change and transition right. as to how things are here for younger generations to be a part of.
2: Well, and to be honest with you, and to be frank with everybody listening, they're there has been an established uh group of business leaders and an established group of people who are in the community. And they can't be here forever. Yeah. Right. So exactly. you have to be able yeah. to nurture, you have to be able to invite the next phase of, of those talented young people who are ambitious and have a good sense for how to develop and grow a community, how to talk to a community. Uh otherwise you're just stuck with, you know chaos and you're just stuck with nothing happening, stagnation, and you don't want that. So it's good to have, have you guys out there, have, find and corral those people together and have those conversations.
3: And I think that people have a common uh, misconception with me that I want to get involved with every organization and I want to try to run every organization. And that's not necessarily what I'm doing. I get involved in an organization. that is kind of what you're doing.
2: Well, yeah. So
3: I want to bring people in and -hmm. get other people excited about the organization and help make a healthy transfer from the current to the new. And then they can run it
2: because well, I, I can't be involved in. And everything. I can relate to that a hundred percent. Sometimes you have to be the vanguard. Sometimes yeah. you just have to show people, hey, we can do this. It's possible. These things exist. You just have to take the first step, and then people will follow. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. and and so let's talk, expound upon that just a little bit because you say your goal is to get more people from your age, from your demographic in and involved, either in organizations, but they, that means they even have to be into the community, and that touches on some of the oh, right, labor right. issues that we have in the county. Difficult to find people, difficult to find good young talent. Scott, how is it going getting more
3: people involved and getting more people into this community to be involved? It's going good. It's not something where you just push a button and a bunch of people show up. It's not even, I can't even put out a Facebook ad and hope that people see it and come in. I mean, we have one or two new dedicated faces. We might have 10 new faces, but one or two might be truly dedicated and actually looking to find a service group to serve in. Um, And so, you know, for example, Young Adult Professionals. I love the Young Adult Professionals. I want to go to every single meeting, but I don't have time to go to every single meeting. For a while, I focused a lot of my energy on that, and now that we have better attendance and maybe we have some other people that are willing to step up to leadership and help decide where we go to eat lunch, and I mean, that's that's like one of the primary leadership examples of Young Adult Professionals. What is the primary leadership? Pick where we're going to eat help decide how we're going to spend our yearly budget, whether we buy t-shirts or business cards or whatever, you know, last year, uh, you know, we brought, we used our whole budget pretty much to buy Christmas presents for people, you know, as simple as that, uh, you know, families were able to submit to the chamber that they needed additional help. And, uh, and so we used our budget shopping for kids Christmas, you know, there's not a whole lot that goes into that leadership, right, there, there, a little bit, but that's a good way to get somebody from, hi, I'm a young adult professional, with the, I don't do anything leadership, now I'm on the YAP steering committee, and I'm starting to understand how this works a little bit, and then it's, hey, you're doing a really good job at YAP steering committee, have you thought about helping at the Beeman home? Have you thought about helping in this organization? Have you And just bringing them in and listen. You know, like when I first started serving on boards, I listened for a year. I'm still listening. I'm still learning. I don't know everything. I'm listening and watching how other people do things. And uh, when the time comes that somebody is like, how did we used to do that? Hopefully I remember. And hopefully I can be the guy that people come to and say, hey, we're not raising the money we used to. Do you know what they used to do? Yeah, I was there. And So, you know, that's a big portion, but now that we've got more volunteers at YAP, I can maybe spend a little less time at YAP and spend a little bit more time on the young adult Republicans until the leadership really starts to, you know, be going and have regular events. Then I can kind of switch to another organization and just try to help reinvigorate, um, and while I'm there, see if their social media or marketing needs any kinds of helps and see if I can't push something that, uh, wasn't done before and, um... You know, once it's rolling and everything's happy, I want to move on and help serve somebody else. So, there's a lot of corners in the in the county. A lot of
2: people that need help. And um, what kind of what kind of uh, so it's young adult. And I I mean feel like we're spending a lot of time talking about young adult professionals. But I'm I'm really interested in kind of getting my hands around if there is a if we can get a sense of the type of demographic of mm-hmm. young people that you're seeing. Like, is it people that are working in orthopedics? Is it, you know, the entrepreneurial business startup people, um, young families coming in to work? Sure. In, so you know,
1: Kosciuszko County, because I think we, yeah, we need to circle because this is a clearly yeah. Kosciuszko podcast. Let's talk Kosciusko. about how this is yeah, coming Yeah, Kosciuszko, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: So the orthopedic companies um, will sometimes uh, allow their staff to leave for lunch, to come to one of our lunches. And if we're not able to catch them in in that area, then we hope to hit them, uh, you know, through social media and they come to one of our evening events. And so we have people coming from uh, orthopedic companies. We have young entrepreneurs. A guy recently came in. He makes T-shirts and does cool designs for T-shirts. And he's got a full-time job doing something else, but he still considers himself a professional. And he has a T-shirt line and, you know, sells a little bit of T-shirts. So uh, entrepreneurs, orthopedics, uh, landscapers, Sean Brown. He is the publisher of Lake City Living. Uh, we've got chamber people, um, you know. So, I mean, really, any and everybody. I mean, Leo Patino. He uh, he's at Ivy. Uh, he's at Indiana Tech uh, Community College. He works there, and he's out there. And so, anytime a young adult professional decides they want might want to go back to college, then Leo's going to be their guy because he's in our group, and they've got to know him over a few drinks at our happy hours and. Um, so a little bit of everybody. And, uh, I continue to invite any young person, any young person that I can just come hang out with us. It's not, it's not suit and ties. It's wear whatever you want. We're hanging out, we're drinking, we're talking. We try to keep it, you know, professional and talk a little bit about business. But I mean, we're just a group of friends.
2: Yeah.
1: So we're, you know, the, the, groups that you're reaching out to, uh, the, the demographic, um. What are, what are the concerns and, and what, what's what's good about the county and what are the concerns in the county for folks in the group? I, yeah, I assume you guys have those kind of conversations? Housing, does housing come up? Where are they staying? Uh, what do we need? What's the group need? How can the county better serve yeah. the group, uh, the demographic that you're trying to reach out to and yeah. cater to and bring
2: here? And we can shout this out to the public now, right? They're listening. So exactly. If there's an opportunity, maybe somebody, somebody listening can solve it. So like I said, we listened to Kosciuszko County Senior Services
3: when they said, we don't have enough volunteers to get our meals out a day. We have seniors who could be going hungry if we don't deliver them meals, right? And so like that's one of the areas. Um, and so a lot of the time it comes from, we're not a big group. We don't have a huge pool of money, mm-hmm. but what organizations could use just a little bit of help? Um, you know, they might need volunteers. They might need this or that. And the young adult professionals can then supplement what these organizations are
2: doing. So would you use that? So let's use the senior citizens example. So would you use their need for volunteers as a means to drive people to the young adult professionals? Could not you use that and say, hey, we're looking to gather up, uh, you know, Youth who want to serve in the community, sure. Here's your opportunity.
3: Yeah, so that like that's one of our volunteer opportunities. Um, yeah, I mean, um, we we haven't had a huge marketing push to get more people in the group. Um, a lot of it's just organic social media stuff, um, and then obviously us being out and about and inviting people to sit with us and and mm-hmm. do things with us. Um, so. To answer your question, no. I mean, we we haven't utilized, uh, you know, we haven't utilized what we're doing as a way to connect people in. We're using the lunches, the dinners, the happy hours to bring people in, and then once they get to us and they say, you know, how can I help? Then we say, well, here's your volunteer opportunities. Gotcha. Right. And so. You know, we invite them to a lot of things that we do. And, you know, that might, that might, a young adult professional gets involved and uh, they might talk to their employers and decide that they could be a chamber ambassador and start coming to some ribbon cuttings and take tours of uh, businesses. And we had a ribbon cutting this morning down here on Market Street uh, for Nicodemus Enterprises. Where do you guys buy those big scissors? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't purchase the scissors. We, I think we broke a pair recently. So, what? Yeah, uh, that's gone Scott Wiley right there. Because what I understand, he is the caretaker
1: of the scissors. Those scissors do not leave Scott Wiley's sight anytime. So. Somebody needs to make him a holster.
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> and are the ribbons biodegradable? Because that just seems like you know, you're gonna have some protesters there because you do a lot of polluting <laughs> with those giant ribbons.
3: We so. cut the ribbon. Okay, in half, right? And then we fold it, and everybody signs it, and then the business owner can keep it. So they're not being thrown on the ground. We're not cutting ribbons, and they
1: what, blow away in the wind. What
2: started
3: as kind of a ha-ha funny thing, evidently
1: Scott has turned into, well, get, we've, we've thought about this. I get
2: one giant ribbon on my windshield, look
1: out. <laughs> yeah, I <right>, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, Scott, it, the time has flown by here. Uh, so, we do not want to let you escape the uh, podcast here without asking you the signature question. So, and I have, I know you have no idea this is coming, Uh-oh. but uh, Jody always asks a signature question.
2: Yeah. So, this is the Clearly Kosciasko podcast, yeah. right? And so, what we ask people, and this is a verbal Rorschach, what does clearly Kosciasko mean to you? Clearly Kosciasko.
3: What does that mean to me? Um, well, it's clearly Cassiasco when you're walking down one of our trails. It's clearly Cassiasco when you're uh, riding in a kayak down one of our lakes or streams. I think it's clearly Cassiasco when you see the amount of people that come out to our first Friday events. Um, so I, I think that when you're here, you can tell you're here by the camaraderie of everyone who lives
2: here. Uh, it's a great place to live.
1: Fantastic. Good
2: answer. If you could add... If we could add one business or amenity to this area, and maybe not Warsaw, but Gasco yeah. at large, the county, what would it be?
3: So <clears throat> I recently played paintball for the first time in 10 or 15 years. <laughs> Why don't we have a place to play paintball? Not, maybe not very many people would play, but uh, I think it would be cool to have uh, something indoor, whether it's paintball or just something fun. You know, we had axe throwing for a little while. Would have loved to have a bar keep the axe throwing uh, somewhere. Um, There's lots of little games that I think that people could, uh, you know, bring here. So escape rooms. Did they get rid of the axe
2: throwing? Uh, The axe throwing
1: was at uh, Super Geeks and Gaming. Yep. And they um, concentrated on another store. So they left the worst area. So the axe throwing is done for right now. However, it's interesting that Scott brings these up because as the last time I've checked, there are several. There are quite a few large former retail spaces that are, are kind of There's
2: empty. There's one right across the street from where the chamber is. That, that, you, could would use be, uh, that, that you could do an indoor paintball. Uh, now, is there, is there an opportunity to do like squatters rights kind of a thing where you just kind of get in there and you start playing paintball and eventually own the paintball yeah, place? I don't know. It's, it's possible. I'm
1: thinking of a hybrid, hybrid paintball and axe throwing. You have to, it's like capture the flag, but instead of capture the flag, you have to get the ax thrown into the target oh, I was say, while not getting hit with paintball guns.
2: Yeah, or not getting hit with an ax. Do you well, guys know the, you know the
1: old Woody's
3: <laughs> grocery store? It used to be something fun Kay. down here on Lake Street. Do you know Kay. where I'm talking yep. about? So have you ever been in that building upstairs? They have a full, because I mean, I, I, we rented it uh, you know, whenever I was doing discount stuff, and upstairs is actually a full laser tag arena. I mean, like black lights, gorillas on the walls, things to hide behind. I mean, updoor, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tremendous. It would be great, and we don't have anything like that anymore. So uh, find us a place, Jody. Oh. Let's do it. Indoor paintball, axe throwing. The gauntlet's been thrown.
1: You got, well, it, your, ne- you got your
2: next project. Or here, how about this? Just you create, like, a, just a, a paintball group that just runs around town playing paintball you got to sign up right and then it's just like hey you know
1: i'm I'm sure the commissioners
2: would love yeah yeah, don't get arrested
1: (laughs) (laughs) wow all right we should wind this down before we get ourselves in some serious trouble here but scott (laughs) uh thanks for stopping by today and chatting about uh all the marvelous organizations that you're a part of and 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 the and getting the young demographic involved
3: in gosiosco county it's been fantastic to have you here any parting shots from you sir uh i I think that everybody should uh come into napa and see kind of what we've done and what we've changed we've got a huge inventory we've added on new stores which enables us to have large inventories elsewhere as well and the way that that benefits our community is when we check if something is out of stock in warsaw we might have it in sturgis or angola or paulding too so uh, just urge you guys to get involved in your communities any way you can uh and shop at napa and when you stop
1: stopping at Napa, Scott, I, I have to ask you this. If I'm going in to find a headlight for my vehicle, do you care what motor it is or whether it's two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive?
3: We're going to ask you every question we can about your vehicle. We're going to know everything about it. So, yeah. We'll, All we're, right. We're so you
1: still need to know if my truck is four-wheel drive to sell me a headlight. Yes. <sighs> Scott, you're killing me, buddy. You're <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All hey. right. So... Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. He's Jody Claypool. I'm Ryan Martin. We'll see you again in two weeks. Next episode drops then. Stay safe.
0: Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Casiasco Chamber of Commerce, and the Casiasco Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, clearly Casiasco will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.